Let's go home. We do what we gotta do. This is not home. This is not home. This is not home. Take it on three. One, two, three. Yo, 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 guys. Oh, my yeah. God. I, it's time. I don't, know, I don't know what that opener was, but I'm hyped to fuck some shit up it's now. time. That was Brian Dawkins. That was <laughs> oh our my man, God. B-Dawk. It's our house, baby. Uh. It's our house. This is DC Comics, our house. Reggie knows what I'm talking about. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Reggie, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know about. what the hell he's talking about. This I don't know what you're talking guy. about at all. No. <laughs> this is the spotlight. And, uh, you know... I don't. What else? I don't have anything written for this spotlight. I, I actually was going to write up a whole thing, and I didn't. But yeah, this is the spotlight for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast uh, that comes out every Sunday night. And that's the Big Dog. That's eight hours. And I want to tell you recently the big news of the intranets and especially our way of uh, doing things in our neck of the woods was that the DCR podcast went down. They quit. They mm-hmm. quit. And a lot of people are jumping to different podcasts, and I say that this is where a lot of people will jump on because, you know, it's easier to it's listen to best. one hour than eight. Eight hours. I, right away, it's weird when DCR called it quits. I said that it was like pandemonium. I, I don't know what's going on. That These people, like, I guess that was the only podcast they ever listened to. Because the minute that it went down, I hear people on the internet going nuts and everybody's changing up their game. I said, you know, that's it. We're going to change to an hour podcast. We'll be right. very positive because those guys were very positive. Well, that's uh, the reason they were scrambling because every other comics podcast sucks. Ooh, wee. It's our DCR house. Jeez, I didn't say that. Who are you, Reggie? But if there, are any, if there are any DCR fans listening, this is this show is exactly. Like theirs, basically, Jim is just like Sean. Am I? Eric is like Brian, and I'm just like Beth. Exactly, right? You are wouldn't Beth. I, wouldn't, would you say I'm not the Beth of you the are Weird the, Science You are podcast? the Beth of the Weird Science Podcast. You are. Yeah. I don't know. Sean is very positive. I, but I will tell you, I was thinking of things that maybe I could you, say. Maybe you are Brian and Eric Sean. I, You're well, right, I, I, <laughs> I, the, the thing I would say is um, I'm very passionate, Reggie. I was thinking yeah. of all these things where I would talk about some things that we are and aren't or whatever, and we are an eight-hour podcast. That's just that. And I am very tall. Is. And Eric's very tall. He's very annoying, as you yes. can tell. Um, but, yeah, I would say that if you are just listening now, I am probably the passionate one. Uh, Reggie, I'd say you're the positive one. And people have said, actually, people who, when that DCR went down, people, the one guy called us out. He was a social justice warrior who said that we are a podcast that's all about men's rights. And I didn't oh, yeah. even know what that meant. I actually, I when he said this, when he said this on the, the tweet, I immediately took it that I thought he was saying we were conservative. <laughs> like, oh, really? Right? The, the, yeah, I'm like, what's going on? We, we are very political. I, yeah, I didn't read it right, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm very concerned not, about having rights. I don't know. I'm yeah, a man. Well, I would not Listen, con- consider myself conservative. But Jim and I are married. Eric has a longtime girlfriend. We're very aware that men don't actually have any rights, and that's just yeah. the way the world works, and that's fine. Now, you know, I, was, I, I accepted that a long time ago. And you say that I have five boys, four of which are <laughs> in the house. So there's five men in the house, and my wife. And yeah, I realize that we have no rights. We, we she still runs. Any, she runs everything. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just she just screams and we all run. Like, run for the hills. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, if I would say one thing, we are not a cheerleading podcast, not that I'm saying DCR was, but they were very positive. They they would talk about the books and try to maintain a positivity of, hey, if it's your favorite book, go with it, whatever. We talk about the books how we want to talk about the books that, uh, you know, if, if I read Justice League by Brian Hitch, I am not going to pretend that it's and I'm not going to give the the you know what? There's some good things about it. I'll probably scream and yell. I yell a lot. Right. Yeah, you're a little bit, a little bit of Eric, Eric, really, if you want to think of what Eric's going to rate things, get my rating and minus a one. Yeah. You're in, right? <laughs> Eric, yeah, catchphrase. Eric's Boosh. catchphrase guy. Boom. Damn right. Yeah. Now, wait a second. If you're the passionate one and I'm the positive one, what's Eric? Eric is just the guy who's there. Eric is he's, he's he's not the taking power. up space. He is the he's not the pretentious guy who just sits there. He is there to giggle and and say catchphrases. Continuity errors. Yeah, he doesn't like continuity errors, though sometimes he does, and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's fucking nonsense. Come on now, that was last week. That See? was last. And then sometimes you'll hear him say. It's funny, I was just watching right before we got on an episode of Sliders. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Sliders. He does. Oh, my God. This you is like, if you want to, it really, if you want to know Eric going into the podcast, here you go. A 6.8 out of 10, honestly. Really? That's about what he gives. Actually, I would say, Eric, you're very close. Well, your average on the comic book roundup is about a 7, right? I believe it is a 7, yes. Yeah, it's a 7. So and mine is a 7.5. So that's where you go. I am pet. But I'll give 10s and I'll give 2s. Eric kind of stays within the uh, the 5 and the 7 range, right? And then when he comes out with this week, he has a, a Wonder Woman that he gives a 9.5. Holy Spoilers. hell. People just go nuts. You know, did they, he, they did he, he give Wonder Woman a 9.5? Oh, yeah. Wow. The internet almost crashed. People I know. Holy cow. Screaming and yelling. Eric Shea almost gave a 10. And I'll tell you, we've said it before to all these new people. If Eric gives a 10 to a, any sort of comic, it's over. We give yeah. it up. It's yeah. There's no reason to continue because we have hit the high point in our lives. Yes. In our comics. Because you speak for all of us. Just I, like I, I'll kill myself. There's no reason to continue. <laughs> There's this one guy. We're re- I'm reading the reviews to Eric this week. I'm going through the comic book roundup, and I'm reading this guy's reviews. First off, the guy says whilst like seven times. Uh, oh, like, this guy loves that. But then he also has it in these reviews. We think that that is a good twist. I'm like, who Do is we? this we? I, I think that he might be a conjoined twin. He, or do, he you has think, Plato. do you think Plato's maybe that review is by the Queen of England? It, it might be. It might be. Basket case. While Superman was defeated, Hello, he's love. I, think, I think Action Comics is one of the best ones wow. there, Dobner. Amazing. That was really it's good. a new voice I'm working on. It's that was the good. Queen. And then here's, here's uh, the Queen's uh, sister. Hey there, love. <laughs> The Queen's sister. I'm trying to think of any other royalty. The Queen's sister, Lisa. Hey! Sister. Hey! What's going on, Eric? What's going on across the pond? Hey, Jim, do Princess Diana. Hey! Oh, you already screwed up. Diana. You know what the last thing that went through my head was? The windshield! Ah, yes. Can we we annoy every single person and uh, offend them? Here is also the German princess. Hello, love. Hey, Jim. What's going on here? Jim, I just looked at, I just, 
I just looked this shit up. It turns out that you're the positive one because Reggie's average is a 7.3. Is it? I, I just think in general. I'm not just saying reviews. I think that he is always the person who has the level head, right? And <laughs> and oh, love. And the then, German uh, princess. <laughs> The total that's, disregard for European government. I, I, you know, it's a, that's really that's what makes this government? the most that's, American that's podcast. The Germans print. That's the German princess, right? Princess, of course, Princess uh, uh, Gutenberg. Yeah, yeah oh love. Prince oh, and Princess Klaus Gutenberg take Klaus, care. They're in charge Klaus of Germany. Gutenberg. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, Francesca <laughs> Gutenberg. <laughs> hey, Poppy, give me some of that money. <laughs> I just turned fifteen. <laughs> well, I mean the the funny the part of the funny thing is is that you are half German. Yeah, yeah. And you have to just total you. What do you care? Who gives a I'm shit? I'm completely German and English. <laughs> talking about he's American. That's what happens. That's what happens. That's when right. I have damn this it. shit going through me. I come up with you know I don't know what's going on, but you know Bournemouth, straight up Bournemouth, man. Bournemouth. Uh, Nobody's ever said that before in their lives. Bournemouth, that place is it. Uh, actually, it's so funny. I was talking to Kev from 365 Flicks. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what is? what do you have against Bournemouth? I'm like, I was born there, and I hate her. He goes, yeah, that is an asswipe of a town. You are right, Wolf. Uh, are we ready to hit the spotlight? Let's go. We're going to talk about uh, uh, I don't even know where this has gone. But again, I always say this, but it always is very uh, indicative of what you're going to get if you listen to the full podcast. So. Well, that was a perfect segue because you were talking about the Queen of England and her sister, Lisa. Queen, eh? And now we're going to talk about the Hellblazer, number one, which takes place in the U.K., would yes, it does. Would it shock you that I read the book with that accent in my head? No, shock you. Actually, I uh, we and Eric have discussed this. Do you? I assume you read all of your comics with that accent. Hello, Tim Drake. <laughs> I'm talking like that, Clayface. Shut up. Uh, when you read the comics, just in general, Reggie, do you have a voice in your head that you hear the comic while you're, you know? different voices uh, definitely for john constantine i would say though in general yeah i do for sure really eric yep. said he does as well i do not i clancy brown is always lex luther in my mind i have nothing i i think that that's part of my like add that it's i don't even think of that that's i just i just read it there's no voice at all it's just yeah. emptiness just like my heart that's what it is yeah it's basically <laughs> you have no feeling for it at all hey don't say that. They're <laughs> men's rights. They're men's lefts. <laughs> All right, let's get going. What, what do we have? We're starting with Constantine first, That's right? right. The Hellblazer, uh, number one, written by Simon Oliver, art by Moritat and Andre Semanovich. Yeah. Uh, John Constantine is now safely back in London thanks to Swamp Thing, and he's here to collect on his debt. Of course, John sends him off onto his frenemy Mercury. That taken care of, he toddles off to the pub. But what's this? An immortal agent of chaos and world domination, in it? Oh, no, love! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. You know oh, what? Oh, fuck uh, you, Hellblaze. You're going to make them talk like this the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> now, love. I'll tell you what, love. Uh, first off, I will just start off by telling you guys that this Us? possibly might be the two best covers as a combo that I've seen ever. I Do you see that variant cover? I didn't see it. It's so fucking good. You're looking at it? You look at it. I like it. 
It's awesome. And and the main cover is great too. That's more taught in the main cover as well. Yeah. Uh, it's just the art in this book. Just I just I for some reason I saw that variant cover. You know what's funny? I've been t- I was talking about Francis Manipal all before the freaking podcast, and I think that variant cover looks a lot like Francis Manipal's cover. It covers. does a bit. It's actually uh it says there that it is John Cassidy, who I'm not really familiar with, but yeah, boy, am I. Good. Um but yeah, before we even start about what is in this issue, love, um, the art in this Moritat is awesome. Yeah. I always love Moritat, and the it, it is one of the craziest things that he does a transition where there's a flashback, and he actually mimics the style of the New Fifty Two or the DCYLU that that Constantine book. It's fucking awesome. I think well, that's the thing. I don't remember who, who said it, uh, but somebody right when the right when the very first pages came out, remember there was like a first mm-hmm. look. And they were like, I don't know, Moritat kind of has like a cartoonish style, but he really is such an accomplished guy. He can draw in so many different ways, and he he shows it here, you know? He has a totally different look. Exactly, when he goes into 1914, it looks so different. It's awesome. Yeah, when he goes back and he's talking about New York, and they have that panel where he's like the the, the profile, and he turns, it's that that last style, and it's so good. But yeah, you start off, and you get a little, I don't know, it is a little hokey history there, Reggie. I don't know if you got it. You're you're a history man, right? You're a comics history buff, but yeah, it's a little off because when uh, World War One was started, when uh, Ferdinand got killed, it actually was going to be like this, and then the guy ended up going into a pub and drinking and then coming out. Now I don't know if that's what this is supposed to signify because he yeah. was going to kill uh, what's his name? Franz? Is it Franz? Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, he was going to kill Ferdinand. Franz, and it it failed. And then he went into a pub and was drinking and then just happened to come out, though. I think maybe that's what they are going because he does have a look of surprise on his face. But, yeah, I, I would figure they wouldn't mess it up. But it kind of made me laugh because you see all the people gathered around. It was kind of after the big uh, hoopla that it actually happened. It was like one of those things where they broke – the car broke down outside the pub and the guy came out and was like, holy shit. And then he, he gunned him down. Okay, you using your history major. Parade, What's like. that? Wasn't it part of parade or something like well, that? Well, it Wasn't was, it like but then his King thing it didn't go off. They actually had like uh, explosives and things, and it's got and things didn't work out. And he bailed, and then he went to drink because you know when you you fuck up, that's what Eric does. Yeah, constantly. He goes and drinks his fucking <laughs> life away. And then uh, when he came out, then the car had broken down. And, and again, somebody might call me out because I might be totally wrong. I might yeah. be making this up. I honestly I have no go. idea why you're pulling all this out because I've never known you to know a lot about history. Yeah, that's because what are we talking about? I talk to you. I'm like fucking Gotham. Yeah, I don't know and shit. I'm like Gotham uh, mentally that I I dumb down to who I'm talking to, Eric. I don't want to use up. <laughs> I, I use up all these brain cells. I'm gonna die. No, I don't know. I like this idea where we start out with this cold opening about something that happened in the past that will take place in the future. But I found this beginning part a little like it was hard to follow for me for exactly what was going on, because obviously going in, you have no idea what the hell these people are fighting about. And then, you know, it goes into the whole backstory about World War One and what happened. But I don't know. These men wrestling or angels as they might be. I just found it kind of weird to like kind of follow what was going on because I don't know these people. Well, here's the deal. Number one. Uh, when you see that it's if you if you know and you see Sarajevo and, and June twenty eighth nineteen forty yeah yeah you know, ex- you know exactly what's going on so you realize right no away. I'm talking about about these men though personally and what the hell they're doing oh, like, I know they start I'm, I'm saying yeah. and I, right I away it's, see. It's, it's supposed to be a bit of a mystery you yeah know, but, but uh, you see right away the one wants to stop World War One the other doesn't so it's that intriguing deal they say brothers so you know you know at least they're quote unquote brothers I you know you couldn't tell what's me up, that brother. 
like you say, they might be brothers, <laughs> as you said, as angels, uh, you know, whatever. But uh, I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. And yeah. it, I, I will tell you right away, I already told Reggie that this is probably in my limited deal. And I'll tell anybody who's listening, new, old, whatever, uh, you guys know, Constantine is not a book I care anything about. I'm not a Constantine fan. I don't consider myself anything. This is a book that I would not even be picking up if we didn't have the podcast or the uh, this website until now. I actually yeah. think that this, to me, is the first time that I can really think that a full issue of Constantine went and I thought, okay, I kind of get what's going on with the story and it's going to continue. Most of the time with Constantine, especially in the New 52, to me it just seemed like individual issues where he was fucking somebody over and then at the end you, you did have that narrative continue, but it was so like out of – I didn't care. Like oh, it, it, still, it was almost the same thing every issue where it was yeah, just like, was who, who's and he going to fuck though, over by the end yeah. of this one? You know? And this one is the first time that I really am telling you that I had only read the New 52 Constantine and, and from there, this is the first time that I actually got finished an issue and thought, holy shit, I want to read the next issue because I want to see what's going on. And it's part of that, you know, the bookend of this crazy, these brothers and the, yeah. when they... The one wants to yeah, stop. I want to know more about that. And like, and like yeah. I'm going to get into it later, but there's, there's a certain team up I'm hoping comes out of this book that yeah, I think yeah, will be real awesome. That. But, but yeah, uh, really in the, the book. You know, this this is much more like the Vertigo title was, the Hellblazer. Okay. And I think if, if you dig this, you might want to give that a look. But yeah. uh, another thing about this, I mean, really, when we get down to it, there's it's not like there's so many things occur, but the dialogue, the interactions, yeah. the whole characterization really like of it. Constantine is great. Like I said, the bookend, just to tell everybody, the bookends involves these two supposed brothers. Uh, the one tries to stop getting of World War One, and the other says, no, we can't do this. This isn't what we're going to go. And it's like one of those things like, you know, let the let the humans go about their business, whatever it might yeah. be. They're not supposed to have their, free will. That and the quote, unquote, no. creator and, you know, what is going on. We don't really know what's going on, but we will find out. But then, yeah, it switches to Constantine. Then and uh, with a pretty cool goddamn splash panel too, with all the. Why stuff is he always him. naked? He always is, what? but yeah, even the before Ooh, that, it you know, like goes that, into you know, <laughs> goes into things about. And you know what's funny too? I thought there's probably never been a, a week of DC books that have mentioned Hitler more often than this week. <laughs> we get a lot of Hitler because Hitler's mentioned then because they talk about how in World our, War One yeah. ended up being that you know the economic problems in Germany that led to Hitler and all this uh, compounded itself into the most violent century that man has ever known. That's you know the basic thing lying behind. But then yeah, yeah then you get Constantine and Chaz. Constantine is. Butt-ass naked. He's he's crazy naked. Uh-huh. And even then, like, I really do like the art. Like, right away, even when he has, like, where they have the street, and it's almost like a an Impressionist painting almost. It is, yeah. It's like, it's like a certain filter is laid over yeah. the whole thing. It looks but cool. But it really so. works. Yeah. It really works here. I, I really think it does. But, yeah, Constantine's nude. He's got Constantine's his, uh, bare nude. He's getting woken up by Chaz. He's got a tattoo on his butt that is a uh, throwback to his character also from... Uh, the Hellblazer Vertigo series, just to let you know that to me, a lot of this has been to tie this into that. Oh yeah, yeah. To let yeah. to let people know that that is back. You know, this is no more of this. It looks like we get Gaz right away, just trying to throw it down your face. You know, like bam, yeah, yeah. we're back to where we should be. Gaz is here, and he's back in London. Everything's gonna be good, baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm back in it. Yep. Yeah. And well, they're going, me, mate. you know, there's the, this whole thing where it ends up them going into the uh, 
uh, greenhouse, and there he is, Swamp Thing. He's come in. All all Constantine puts on is his jacket. I'm like, you didn't even get dressed. (laughs) He doesn't need to be dressed. It's Constantine. It's funny, too. What I love about Constantine. Swamp Thing, look at my dick. He's not like like Dick Grayson. He's not exactly in the greatest of shape. You see him. He's like over the skin when they're showing him. He's skinny and wiry. He looks like a heroin addict. Big hairy armpits. It's not like he's just nude because he he wants everybody to see his deal. He just doesn't have clothes at that moment. He just goes with it. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. good though. But I love the when uh, Swamp Thing shows up. He looks freaking awesome. Uh, all of this. I, I don't know. Do you like the art in this, Aaron? I do enjoy the art. I'm telling you, just that first part that threw me off because these characters are rolling around, like going back and forth with their dialogue, and I didn't know who they were. And trying to follow along with these two like separate characters who look kind of similar, it oh, just threw me that. off a little bit. Really? I thought the one looked like a vampire. The, the the one brother trying to stop things looked more like a vampire than his brother. I think, right? I think what uh, what Eric's saying is that he profiled them because they have Middle Eastern names. Well, they're, yes. they're Serbian. So that, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. I understand. Uh, they might not be Serbian. They're <laughs> stop, they were going to stop a Serbian, right? So, uh, but yeah, that's why. He just doesn't... He Marie doesn't, and Adnan. I don't know, man. He doesn't I like just, those people. I just Adnan, don't know these. It, yeah. it, was he stepping out? Adnan or was stepping that Jay? Out. Jay was stepping out. <laughs> Jay was stepping out. Adnan is just in jail. Poor Adnan. Ah, uh, yes. But yeah, Swamp Who Thing's knows? there. Yeah, Swamp Thing's there because he wants that favor back. Uh, and they show stuff. They go back in a flashback to uh, a few months ago in New York. And yeah. the thing that's great about this, if you were reading the uh, Constantine the Hellblazer book in the DCYOU before the New 52 ended, uh, you'll see this is the art. He is mimicking that art in the flashback. And I said it earlier. I think that's, I think it's brilliant. I think that is so good. He sort of kicks it. it, That that was Riley Rossmo who started that series and Ed just kind of kicks it into that look. Yeah. You can see it in the background. It's awesome. I mean, he's, he, I'm telling you, this guy's got skills upon skills. And 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 also ties into the DC, uh, rebirth special where we found out that, you know, Swamp Thing went to Constantine and wanted help finding Abby Arcane. Yeah, and I like the whole thing with this too because it, it. I don't know. For me, that's like a funny thing too. Like Eric with this continuity, that it actually makes it that that book happened, but also in the exact look that it did. It just made. I just thought that was awesome that they would do that. That he would actually mimic the art style of that book and do it so well. Especially the one where he's talking. He's like. Ballwinder, I'm not being funny. That one where he's talking about Swamp Thing in the uh, oranges or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that is exact to how he looked there. It's so good. But yeah, the eyes especially. I know. But I, yeah. I also love the orange Swamp Thing. What about the next page where where Moritad uses a photograph of a yeah uh, skyscraper in the background so to good. great fucking effect? Yeah. This guy, it's I'm so telling you, he's a great artiste. Yeah, he is an artist. This book just looks great. But then, yeah, that's when he spells it out. And really, again, you said not tons happens in this issue. It's very straightforward. He very. has to find Abby. He can't find her. She's nowhere. And it, it, that's when Constantine She's is hanging like, out with Themyscira. Nobody could find yeah, her. Well, and that's where Constantine's like, oh, you know, she's probably dancing it up in the rock. They're having an orgy. Yeah. And he's like, no, she's nowhere. I cannot find her. She's nowhere to be found. And he's like, okay, let's go. And it's funny because this issue also, maybe it's because in this issue, Constantine does not fuck anybody over and seems to really want to be a good guy. I, I don't and know. Just, he, when he takes uh, Swamp Thing just to Mercury, it's almost like, all right, I fulfilled my end. I'm out. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah I mean, but he, that's. He, well, he doesn't fuck anyone over, but I wouldn't no. say he's actually being really gregarious. He's, not, he's still he's sort of not, a prick. 
No, I think that when he says I'm out and all that, I and then he even says like it's good to be, you know, when you're loved. He, I think he leaves because they don't want him there. I oh, think yeah. he would have stayed if Mercury would have been like, oh man, Constantine, you know what, love. Uh, I'll forget everything that happened before, and boy, it's great to have you here. I think he stays. I think he stays and helps him, but he's just like, and, but oh, Swan, they don't want me. If Swanson wasn't there, too, I really think that Mercury would have shot him. Yeah, I think he's obviously, she obviously like seconds away from punching him in the yeah, fucking She face. hates his guts, and then she sees Swamp Thing, and she's all. But uh, Reggie, you were not, me and Eric were talking about, you were not around when we talked about the Hellblazer Rebirth. And um, which was odd because me and oh, Eric were going to talk about it. You, it, it was yeah. your book. And we get me and Eric get to see our favorite thing from that issue is the Hobbit hole again. Yeah. <laughs> Mercury's Hobbit house. I forgot, too, that she lived in a goddamn Hobbit hole. I said, oh, yeah, the Hobbit hole. Yep. Well, well, I, I, don't don't have that. I don't know if this character was inverted. I don't remember her, but I bet that she turns out to be a, an elf or a wood she, sprite. No, she, or was, she was in Vertigo. Yes. She but was she, a, the daughter remember. of somebody who Constantine fucked over. Yeah, of oh, course. And she, she was a little was girl. A real little girl. And that's why he says, like, hey. Oh, that's probably uh, why, yeah. Yeah, she was uh, just a little girl, and they've added her uh, kind of like a cool way to extend and have, like, yeah. a history where she has actually grown up now. And he goes to her. But yeah, she, she doesn't like him. She well, does not a, like him one bit. So what happens is Constantine, you know, brings Swamp Thing to Mercury and says, Mercury, help. And she's like awed by him because he's the avatar of the green. Yeah, right she's, she a, she's a fan. It's Mercury to help him. Now, what I hope will happen, uh, it might not, but I really hope that this becomes the fucking uh, dark trinity right here. We got Constantine, Swamp Thing, and Mercury. Yeah. Imagine the three of them teamed up to defeat whatever, you know, demons, what you throw, yeah, Etrigan, ghosts, whatever you want to throw in there. What's gas? I think that would be awesome as hell. What's yeah. Gaz in this? We don't care about Chaz. <laughs> he's he's yeah, Alfred. He's Gaz, Alfred. he's the chauffeur. Well, I keep saying Gaz. I, forget, I don't know why. I meant Chaz. I keep saying yeah, Gaz Chaz. this whole time. I thought, that, yeah, I, thought that, I thought that was your Cockney accent. You were like, yeah, hey, Gaz. Yeah, what's Gaz What's now, Gaz here doing now, there for a spot of tea? When Mercury's like all in all of Swamp Things, she's like, oh, the elemental avatar, the champion and protector of the green. Did I, did you find it weird? He's like, my friends call me Swamp Thing. I'm no, like, why I don't your friends awesome. call you I, Alex? I, I was know, just going to say, weird. though, I think that because she's uh, – he's just saying that to her so that she feels good. Like, oh, my God, I'm a friend. She's not like, good she's enough to know his real name. No, no, I'm saying she's a fangirl so <laughs> much know. that he's trying to – it'd be like if I went right. to the fucking school dressed as goddamn fucking Spider-Man. And I show up and they're like, hey, oh, my God, I love Spider-Man. Hey, you know what? Friends call me Jim and I take up the uh, – fuck you. They leave. They're like, I don't want to see this. Swamp Thing guy. took her in the Hobbit hole and he slipped her the birch log. That, oh, that line was said like this: "My friends call me Swamp Thing." <laughs> Up there, he's Billy D now. It's exactly. Billy D. Williams as Swamp Thing. Oh yeah, yeah baby, we're going to even, get even, even uh, they have uh, you know Constantine's there. He's all smiling and stuff. She hates him. Mercury yeah. hates him so much. Which uh, really, if you're gonna have somebody that is gonna continue in a book with Constantine, that's the best way to play it. You have I, that's to, why I, mean, I really want to see them. Yeah, I want to see them interact more because I really yeah, find you have to have that young whippersnapper. Who's going to Who you know, yell you know, and, and Swamp Thing hates him pretty much, too, or at least doesn't trust him. You know what I, I, it I feels like, too? Like, it must be very, like, Mercury must be very smart because she knows that John Constantine is a fucking untrustworthy shit yeah. brain. Well, because he, he fucked over her mother like 800. Do you know what Constantine reminds me of in this now that I'm thinking about it with Mercury there? 
Buttermaker from freaking Bad News Bears. Yeah, it is a little. <laughs> hey, he's trying. He's trying to get. He's trying to get Amanda there to pitch. She yeah. just want to sell her maps to the stars, Eric. She wants the maps to the stars. <laughs> Kelly Leak's gonna show up. Holy shit! We got. It's gonna be a great comic. So, wow. At he's like, "Who's that, Love?" And Swamp thinks like, "That's Kelly Leak. That's the best <laughs> athlete in the county." <laughs> Smoking. Oh, that'd be good. And then Oglethorpe fucking shows up and has a goddamn Twinkie in his fucking yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, those you fat kids in movies. Candy bars will melt. Those fat kids in the movies cannot go three seconds without fucking some candy being hidden somewhere in an orifice. Jim, I, yeah, you've seen me at work. You looked in the garbage and saw three candy bar true. wrappers. To you yesterday. were the chubs. I, I go into your <laughs> locker and you have salami in a fucking Liverwurst. sock. <laughs> what the hell is going on? But, yeah, I really do like – I love – uh, Mercury with Constantine. I think that she plays off him very well. Like I said, you need somebody who is going to be, uh, you know, smart ass. And like you said, Reggie, somebody who knows what he's going with. As you a can't pass, have somebody yeah. who just thinks he's the greatest person of all because yeah. that person will die. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And she's good. And I, I just like that she w- is willing to help if the, if what the help is, is worth it. And she, it is worth it to her with, uh, Swamp Thing. But it also just gets him out of the way right now. Uh, you, Reggie, you hope they show up again, but they may yeah. not. They may just they go I was actually surprised to see her in this issue because I thought it was a once-and-done deal during the rebirth just to I have actually, a call back to Hellblazer. But, yeah, I like that. And then they, they're, I mean, I think, I think they will show up eventually, but they may never team up. No. But, you know, they will we'll go back to this at some point, obviously. They're not just going to be like, all right, well, you know, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like they left a little dangling. That's the stuff. end of that chapter. And yeah. you know what the other thing? Done other and thing. done. Yeah, next <laughs> I forgot to mention, me and Eric were talking about in the first one. Uh, he breaks the fourth wall again. Yeah, at the one point when he tells, yeah. and that must be a running thing as well. We didn't know if that was going to be. He did that in the rebirth issue, and we thought, oh, that's really odd. We haven't seen that, you know, me and Eric seeing it in the New 52 at all, but he does it again at the one point. There, there was a, there was a point, though, too. It seemed like he was breaking the fourth wall while talking to Swamp Thing, though, and I'm like, that was, it was kind of weird. I wish I freaking knew exactly where it was. It struck me as odd, though. At it's when they first point. get to the Hobbit hole. And maybe that's, well, I know what was it when he talks, uh, the first time he does, he's talking to Swamp Thing himself as well. And then that's when he turns around. He's like, yeah, I owe the big guy a favor. But to explain that, we're going to have to rewind a few months. Yeah, yeah. He was talking to us in that part. And I was fine with yeah. the, break, uh, the fourth wall break there. But later on, when after the splashback, he does it again when we get to the Hobbit hole. When okay. he actually seems like he's talking to Swamp Thing. And it was very odd. I actually, you know what, the whole thing with Mercury and that where I thought, I think I know where you're talking about. I actually thought they were trying to get to the point where it's Mercury and Swamp Thing are not listening to him anymore. But even this, <laughs> here's, well, here's the thing, too. You want to see where there is one, too? My friends call me Swamp Thing. And then she goes, and you can call me Mercury. And you look and Swamp Thing is looking at us like, God yeah, like, damn, like, this is fucking ridiculous. I, I, found, I found the line here. It's, uh, Constantine is looking at Swamp Thing as they're getting out of the car, it looks like. But frankly, if he'd searched this world in the next and come up empty, then there was sod all else yeah. I could do. Yeah. But there are it's, other places, hidden scary, little places that even the Jolly Green Giant couldn't go. But I knew who could. And yeah, I'm like, so it was just, it was weird. And you know what? If you, if you actually go down to the nitty gritty of it, no narrator in this really, except at the beginning when Constantine's there, there's no narrator. Uh, well, they actually, no, because that's even him. It's always him. And I think that in the present day stuff, he's just going to narrate by breaking the fourth wall. He's freaking Ferris Bueller. Yeah. He's going to be good. 
or Christian Slater in uh, is it Gleaming the Cube that he breaks the fourth wall? Christian Slater? No, it's Cuffs. No, is that uh, Cuffs? Cuffs, you're right. You never saw Gleaming the Cube. Do you ever no, see Gleaming not. the Cube, Reggie? The skateboarding? Oh movie? yeah, Christian Slater. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that in the theater. So did I. Crazy. It's because a good movie, isn't it? Because I was such it? a rad skater. It was. It was an all right movie. It's, <laughs> Actually, it has almost it has nothing to do with skateboarding weird... in the end. It had some funny lingo, though. It was like they, they were just trying to get to like the lingo down and stuff. If I wanted a bomb shelter bedroom so badly. That yeah. dude's bedroom. Remember him, yep. man? He was living yep. the fucking life, dude. And, what? Uh, Eric, Eric was a big crit. Like, at one point, Christian Slater was probably Eric's, like, be-all, end-all. He always pump up the volume. Christian Slater and, and pump up the I volume. I love that movie, too. That's I like love Heathers, now. too. That's my, wife, my wife won't watch Heathers. I don't know why. Really? Like, You're going to love it. It's my girlfriend awesome. won't watch it either. It's like uh why, why? what is her reason? Well Eric, I made her watch it, she didn't care for it. She actually found it very disturbing. Really? Oh, but she did watch it. Oh yeah. I don't think she made it all the way through though. Eric's girlfriend won't watch Do the Right Thing. And I no. don't want to get racist, but you know, racial with it, but I think that has something to do with it. Oh, that's what I told her. Uh, There's no question about it. I mean, why wouldn't you? Hello. It's, yeah. it's you were she couldn't get past D, motherfucker D. That's the, the definition thing, of racist is won't watch do the right thing. I mean, that's, that's right. pretty much the same that's thing. That's all right. The other week on the podcast, we were talking about it. I said the friggin' uh, Radio Rahim was Sinbad. Yeah, he thought Radio wow. Rahim was Sinbad. Oh, boy. That was, that's, that's, you stepped in it that time. Jesus Yo, you know Christ. what you should do, though? If you can, try to watch do the right thing uh, on, like, network television where they cut oh, out yeah, the curse. Because yeah. that scene, they change motherfucker to Mickey Ficky. Yeah. And it's the funniest thing. Mickey, 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 you. Mickey, Mickey, me. Mickey, 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 you, Mickey, Mickey. It's so good. Uh, well, back to back to the important things. Did we uh, finish the goes No, home. no. We have uh, the ending of Hellblazer to talk about where we get to meet our – I'm going to call yeah. them angels right off the bat. The yeah, brother of angels. And- the brother goes to visit the other brother again, and he's like, hey, you know, it's me. I forgive you for stopping me all those years ago. Uh, you know, I realize World War One had to happen. Uh, you know, you, you were good to stop me. And then he starts choking the other brother out, and basically it's like almost like a your God is dead type thing. You know, yeah. would your creator be here and worry about you and, you know, all that sort of thing. So, yeah, it does seem like they're angels, or they might even be devils, uh, you know. Yeah, who knows, honestly. Um, I'm not sure. But why does the one brother look so much better than the other one? Uh, I understand that's it's where been 102 I think, I, years, but I'm telling you, I think we're gonna find that out because I think the one is living, you know, whatever this life is. Looks like he's fixing VCRs and things and, and yeah, I know. tape decks. Like but I like think that he's just this something. other guy <laughs> showing up. Uh, I think is up to no good. I I think, and that's why I think yeah. he hasn't aged much. I think it's you know black man bathing in the plasma of virgins. Yeah, yeah. and then exactly. and he says it ends with humans don't need guidance, they don't need our help, they need a strong hand, and that the hand is us. And then I think that he doesn't mean us because you know as his brother because it looks like he kills his brother. He means he the hand from Daredevil, right? Yes, and well, I'm telling you, I at the end of this, I maybe he means Mister Hand. Yeah, Mr. Han. Well, they have a couple hours to make up. That was their. <laughs> That's right. That's what it's, it's, now it's my time. Uh, my time. I actually, the way it ended and all this, I really, really liked it. And I, you go, me. hold on, you go freaking fast times. When you say Mr. Han, I immediately go to freaking Mr. Bill. No, yeah, well, that, Mr. Han. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, I, what, what is you, he? You realize besides I, I them, their name will starting with Mr. Why? What is the similarity? 
Mr. Hand. What's going on over here, Mr. Oh, Bill? Oh, right, right. That's right, Mr. Hand. I hate, was I Mr. hate it, Mr. Bill. I thought that was one of the worst. I couldn't stand it. Mr. Well, oh, I can't stand Fast Times. Bam. Really? I, I like Mr. Hand, though. He's one of the best yeah, characters in movies. He's great. Though I do like also I'm Gumby, damn it. So, you know, I like some of the <laughs> But yeah, uh, Reggie, Sorry. what would you give it? I gave it an 8 out of 10. And I got to say, reading it again, I think I'd go 8.5 now. But I did give it 8 out of 10. I have it in my notes, 8.5. I really liked it. I thought the art was great. I always like more top. When uh, we first started the site and I first started doing uh, All-Star Western. With Jimmy yeah, he was doing that Justin for a while. Gray. He was doing that, and I loved it. And I thought his art was great. He's even done Harley stuff. Like he's yeah, obviously he jumped one of in and out. It's people, weird. I was going to say he's been back and forth and kind of jumping in and out of books. But yeah, I don't even know is he the artist going forward. I have no idea. It's it would be weird to have him do the number one and not do it moving forward. And I hope it is him because I think this art's great. Yeah, but what would you give it her? Eight out of ten. I like I said, I had a few issues, but this it's a good issue overall. Just not a lot to it. It's totally set up for what's going on in the future. Like I'm telling you, this like you know, it's Constantine Swamp thing and Mercury hanging out for the majority of it. And it's it, you know, it's it's good dialogue. I enjoyed it. It's just not very exciting as all. Well. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's not exactly jam packed with stuff, but it's it's really all about you know the characterization and the and I like the characters and I like the yeah. artwork yeah, I, as well, but. Well, we're going to move on to excitement next. Uh, oh, yeah. This is the big one. You're going to set And this is the big one. And it's pew, funny pew, because pew, pew. most of the people, like, nobody seems Why to care about this book, this book. But if you do like it, you go nuts for it. And this is actually, just to tell everybody, this is a book that we actually got the exclusive to announce Boosh. that it was coming out because yeah. of how much – we, as the three of us on the podcast, on the site, Reggie, you reviewed, we kind of split it in half. I think, I, I think I you reviewed the first two or something. I forget. Yeah, two, yeah. I, it was the one where Wonder Woman showed up is the I one you did. That might have been number three or four. And yeah. you started doing it, but we both, all three of us loved it. And DC actually, uh, reached out to us and said that we seem to be the people on the internet <laughs> you, with it. You guys that are worth the this most. book. <laughs> and it's yeah. funny because if you were ever going to pick a book that was going to show people <laughs> what our humor is like and, and everything that we do, it is this book. And it, it is. is yeah. It's and it's it's hilarious. It really is. But yeah, I just want to uh, tell you. I don't know if you knew this, Eric. Uh, there was a DCYOU, a DCU six issue mini with these guys. Did you know that? Oh yes, I did. Oh, huh. huh? You you are in the know. Yeah, that's I what I. You know these things. So this is actually the second six issue mini for these guys. Is that is that true? I guess that that's a lot true? of pool. I would think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, give us give us the stats, Reggie. It's uh, Six Pack and Dog Welder, Hard Traveling Heroes Number One, written by Garth Ennis, art by Russ Braun and John Kalitz. Our favorite Please. team of gross buckets is back to save the world from itself and not from feeling and from not feeling nauseous. While Dog Welder is forlorn over his estranged wife and children, Six Pack is determined to be a social justice warrior, and it looks like he's going to get the chance because the Spectre has shown up to condemn just one of them. Yes, you, you son of a bitch. One of my notes. Six pack wants to be a social justice worker. <laughs> That's what he wants to be. It's great. Yeah, he does. You know? I mean, I mean, the, the thing about are bad. And this was yeah. true eight. in, uh, this was true <laughs> in the other miniseries too, the All Star Section 8, is like, there is some social commentary and commentary on comics. But there's also a very surface level of just ludicrous, gross humor and shit, yeah, you really, know. But, 
There, well, it's what is Dog Wilder's wife doing with that old man? She's trying to find a good man, Eric. <laughs> but I, I thought that was her really father was for her half this freaking part. I really, yeah. I really did. I, I, the way that they're starting off and they're, he, she's no, you know, you put your hand on a guy's bosom like that. That is, that's lovers. Or or your kickstarting is pacemaker. That's what my wife does when she puts. Might touches be. Well, that's what happens too. And seriously, she Eric, you know how it is where uh, a girl has like kids and they're out west, and, and <laughs> there's a, there's another lady, what and she has mean? a couple kids. So, like she has kids from different guys, and they don't even know it. And then the next thing you know, she's going to get married to like a really old guy. You you know things like you that, know, right? I do. Yes. <laughs> That's what happens because holy shit! Yeah, now you're right in, right? Now I you're am right. That all makes yep, sense. That's the husband. Yep. Eric knows. <laughs> Doesn't it look like this girl's going to eat that pink sneaker. Uh, I she, think she does might put look it in her like mouth. It. But the goddamn it, when they turn she and you pica. see that dog welder had welded dogs <laughs> to them at <laughs> some point, I don't care what they do. Let these kids have fun. Jesus Gross Christ! Hell, yeah. Anything they want. I'm telling yeah. you, I was shocked because dog welder to me. He was just a guy. He found the mask, put it on, became Dogwater. He was possessed by it, and he just hung out at the freaking Noonan Sleazy Bar and did yeah. whatever. He did not go back to his life in my mind and maim his children by welding dogs to him. Yeah. Do you remember the end of the, of the last series? She shows up at Noonan's, and they go for a yeah. walk together. Yep. Yeah, that was the do. thing. So she showed up, and she was like, please drop this you know, dog welder shit yeah, and whatever. Dog. And like yeah. you see... It looks like he's gonna, you know, give up, and then yeah. you hear what the kids scream off panel. Well, I did not and remember what that. Happened oh then. my god! Yeah, that's what happened, and now we've tried. And really, for all of the six issue that happened before, this is like one of the first scenes besides that one, maybe that there's actually like out and about. Most of it is in Noonan's. Oh event. yeah, what you're on the think roof might be crazy fucking dreams or drunken haze yeah. or the roof or out front or you know this is pretty this might be actually to me as well this is probably the most downright out in the open actual story that has happened in this book where there, I would this say is not, so yeah yeah this is not for laughs this is for holy shit this is awful these people are awful and I still love the guy I don't care. I'm looking. That, that one kid, he looks like he had that dog welded pretty nice there. Yeah, they're fine. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Chicks, yeah, well, no, they are not fine. Scars. No, they got they're a rich. Victims. They, they're, no, now they have a sugar daddy dad. And he gets you know what? You know what? Three twos. We should get him a couple of dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll and make, that's what it ends up. Then the guy good. just. And and that's a really good to me. It was a really good way to show that she is not telling the story. Now, really, how do you tell the story? You know what? My ex-husband, he became a dog welder. <laughs> uh, but don't you hate say. that though? Don't you hate that though? When when you know, this is especially when you were younger. You know, you'd be with dating a girl, and she'd you know be pissed off, but she wouldn't tell you why. She wouldn't explain yeah. anything. Like, yeah. I mean, when I was you young, then, you know. You know, when you tell her to put your thumb up your ass or something, they, they you know, you no, can't. They always did that. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Like, you go and you're like, hey, we should watch this movie, and they freak out. You're like, yeah. oh, Why? what's so I bad about this say. movie? I don't want to talk about it. No. So it was, you know, your other 17 boyfriends you had last week. You whore. Girl. That's what you say. See, that's, that's men's rights right there. Men's that's rights. down. God damn it! I gotta, I gotta settle down. But yeah, they, uh, they go from that where Dog Welder, he, he seems so sad too. And I'll tell you, the, the art in this book is great as, as I really well. I really like the art. And yeah. 
just the fact you have a guy and is it me i did not realize the the afro on dog wilder as much the last oh yeah and it's it's funny too because really this is the six pack and dog wilder dog wilder was so non-existent in the last year in the last mini series pretty much a lot of him and just the art of when he's walking away from the the house and he's so dejected, and the way that it is portrayed is so great. Even though he has a mask on, I know he has a the mask on. You, can, you really you know, do get—it's that whole hunched look, and he's just—he's such a sad. I don't know, man. You tell me how little he did, but with this issue and that six-issue mini, I think we've had the most character development and like depth with Dogwalder from what we've got so far. Actually, I disagree. I think that Bueno was probably the most. You uh, that when I think that when they did the last ish, the last series, <laughs> at some point. Somebody told uh, Garth, listen, this Bueno, because it became all about Bueno and Guts. I, I, I understand like it all. three issues in a row that was just all, them. But all it was was him fucking Guts. Oh, yeah. I know. But for the most part, <laughs> from what I remember, Don Welder just sat around in the background, and yet they would show some things, but never anything really happened. He I actually can't, I can't even remember him wielding a dog to anyone. That's, yeah. For, like, no, off, he didn't off do off much. Panel. He just kind of stood but, around. Uh, but no, we saw we had the whole thing where he got the mask. He was just at a sh- like a pawn shop and put it yeah, on. Yeah, but I'm saying that. Dog yeah. yeah, but it really and like and it's that point where I realized, oh my god, because Dogwalder before he died in the freaking uh, Hitman, and yeah. now you see that there's something more to the, just this mask. Yeah, but see, Here we that, continue to me, that. That was you know we had those flashbacks like origin things, but from the from the series onward, you really didn't get anything. You, it, no. I'm telling you, during the well, regular... With a name like Dogwater, I want to know. Oh, yeah. Well, during the regular book, you, you didn't get much. You got a lot of six-pack, and that's where you oh, got yeah. the noon. And, and, and freaking guest really, stars. It, oh, my God, yeah. And I, I think that that is why I even like this more than the original series, because we're not... Now, we do have a guest star in this, I will say that. And you have, have a bunch. Stars, I, yeah, well, yeah. you have the cameos. I'm not... The oh, other ones you. were like, Wonder Woman shows up, and you have to have this whole... Right, 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 yeah. Wrapped around her. And, and the people who didn't read it, it was like one of these where it was the, uh, the tra- let's travel through the DCU and have, uh, Hal Jordan show up and have, you know, Batman. all these people. Batman. And it was funny, but it was more of like every joke then was centered on that character. That was the problem either. at the time, though, because that, it was funny in this book, but while this book was coming out, we also had Batmite was doing that and Bizarro. Yeah, and Bizarro, yeah. And freaking uh, Harley's little thing. black book. See, and but now, this, yeah. this was, this was the best of all. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Were, it was the best and what i like about this the most now is because they don't have the hey this person's showing up you get a lot of people and the jokes are flying you know fast and furious and uh, then yeah, they definitely. Go I mean, away and you keep going because in this one they're at noon and it's talking and i like that uh the uh what's his name who's sitting next to him that you Arkin. said to me yeah. Arkin, and he's reading My Struggle by Mel Gibson by Mel Gibson <laughs> this last so panel is like and it's not like it's it's Unbelievable, the opening panel, you know, the title page. Yeah. But it's just so great, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so much li- movement and, like, grossness. Yep. And it's oh, like yeah. everything everything that this comic is about, I feel like, is right here on this panel. And I yep. love that and Six Pack is reading Hard Travel and Heroes. Upside yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's reading that upside down, and it, it gives Racism the idea. is bad, and superheroes yeah, are the answer. <laughs> and that's what he wants to do. He wants to be that social justice warrior and, you know, fight things about drugs and AIDS and help people. And, oh, oh my God, it gets very bad and raunchy. Between them is, like, that Abner and Costello exchange about AIDS and AIDS yeah. awareness is <laughs> hysterical. Yeah. It's, it's yep. so funny, man. I mean... 
I really was laughing my ass off. It's like you say, I think this, I, I don't want to go overboard, obviously, on one issue and say this is def- this is better than the last one. Yeah. But so far, it's, it's funnier. Yeah. The art is tighter. It yep. seems like a little more coherent. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. Well, this it's- is what I'm saying. I think that because you don't have to center on like, okay, what would they do with Wonder Woman? And right. oh, what would they do with Batman? This you can start actually telling now. The story's crazy. It doesn't go very far, but you can you can do more of a story and more of the jokes and all that. And really, if you are any sort of fan of like a Mad Magazine or any, it, this is right down the alley. That's it, crap. Uh, not cracked. I was actually thinking I love crack, but crack was yeah. more of a parody, uh, mad more satire. That's how I would say mad versus crack. It's more of a crack guy. It, it was right. more my, uh, you know, it wasn't scary to me. Mad Magazine scared the shit out of me. Scary? I what was, what, what was scary? I thought it was going to possess me. Alfred E. Newman shit. scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I, actually, really? I I just thought that some of the I, I'll tell you I would open up Man Magazine and immediately get an erection because they'd have all the ladies with the big tits and next thing I know I'm in my room for three hours. I, I'm being possessed, Mama. Yeah, and then my mom thinks I have fucking I gotta mono. Get the demons out one way or another. Yeah. No, my mom thinks I have mono then because I'm in the bathroom in the bedroom sleeping all the time. It's because I'm freaking passing out every time I jerk off and then yeah, you I jerk go, off, pass out, wake up, jerk off, yeah, another routine. That's what you do. And then when she takes team. me to the doctor, and then all hell breaks loose. And then he tells me yeah. to lay off it a bit because I got a sore. <laughs> got a blister. Got a blister. It looks like, it looks like got a fucking sore. blister. Yeah, it's trouble. But yeah, in, in Noonan's, uh, you have Power Girl, Catwoman, and Starfire. And I don't know about you, Starfire to me is the best. She's so, so funny. Yeah. She's fucking just, insane. Just, just she, reminds me of her own series, though, with how ridiculous she would be about things. Yeah, that's what's oh, great about no, it. I feel like this is this is way better because she's like possessed by like oh, you know she, the imminent yeah. the imminent uh, approach of of God's herald or whatever. Uh, you know? Yeah, she is. So, so they're all having crazy. a conversation. Catwoman's yeah, Catwoman's flirting with Vator. That she's yep. yeah. Power Girl's talking to Guts, whose his husband Bueno Excelente has cheated on her with a compost dumpster. Yep. Yeah, a fucking compost funniest dump. comic in, in <laughs> comics right now. A compost People, dumpster. It's hilarious. Now I want to know when when Bueno showed up, did you stop and look at all the compost on him every oh, yeah. little bit? I, yeah. I absolutely did. Yeah, <laughs> I did I think, too. You know how we were talking before how when you read a comic, sometimes you get a voice in your head. When I read a comic, I get certain smells. And oh I yeah, definitely felt like I smelt. No, no, no. I, I wasn't. I wasn't shit, but it was more like a dirt, like a sewage. Yeah. Clean your apartment, who would, Reggie. Who would oh. smell worse? <laughs> would six pack smell just as bad as Bueno? Or you think Bueno smells? I I actually get the I idea that Bueno would smell like French fry grease and sweat. He's no. always looks sweaty. But First of all, six, six pack, pack like has always stink. shit his pants. Yeah, and vomited so all we, over himself. Yeah, I think six yeah. pack would smell worse. I absolutely, I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think, I think, uh, you know, uh, Bueno Excelente smells like a greasy hooker. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? think he it's actually like dried smells like and like uh, the dirty panties. Like in my yeah. mind, this comes down to who would you rather share an elevator with? It would be Bueno, although yeah, he would, and, and he would rape. Bueno you, might, so. yes, he might rape you. He might, might. Actually, you can't Definitely. rape the willing. He would just exactly. have Exactly. That's why I said might. Am I in the mood today? Have yeah. I made yeah, sure I'm clean downstairs? Mood. He'd say going down, and I think that's an invitation. <laughs> yeah, Jim would present himself. I'm in. He's Loving like, an no. elevator. Oh, my God. I'm looking through it then. And, yeah, they're trying to tell Guts to, to leave him. 
you know, oh, Jesus Christ, get away from him. He's no good. You got to get this thing together and all that. And all, through the whole thing, Starfire, it's just got the craziest fucking look. <laughs> She's just talking garbage. Like, yeah. Why does anybody Back invite her out? Point. She's so great. I love it. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, then you see uh, now. Dog I want to know. So we had this whole like a uh, theory back when the six issue mini were coming out about Bator being this kind of deity yeah, yeah. that's uh, possessing like uh, Six Pack's mind and making him think all this stuff's happening. There's a bit of dialogue in here about uh, it's off panel. I mean, like we have a panel and the dialogue's coming from off panel where it's referencing all these deities and like H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft lore. Does yeah. anybody know what's going on with this? Where, where, because which, it is coming from, it doesn't seem to be coming from the anybody, uh, the guy who's talking. No, I always forget his name. Har, 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 is it Hargrove? Harkin. The guy, what? the guy Harkin. Harkin. Yeah, yeah what, it doesn't what look to be coming from him. It's where it, Harkin's it yelling weird. at him. Yeah, it's Harkin's like, yelling at him. At him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, with she's me. saying that. Or... Yeah, she's she's saying some HP Lovecraft the whole time. She's saying you know HP Lovecraftian type nonsense. And I know, you know? I know Starfire is getting all crazy with the freaking the boy between the stars and stuff like that. But off panel, this like I'm telling you, I don't think it's coming from a Starfire because this is the craziest Starfire I've ever seen. Then even with the strange dialogue she has here, but like he's like there's like what is it? Yugoth. You're a grub, yeah. grub, Actually, you know what? It's weird that it almost would – like what's going on there and then how it goes next, which doesn't make much sense because he's not there yet. It does seem like something that uh, Constantine would say, but it doesn't make sense because Constantine shows well, up. These are, and, I think, I think, Star, and, yeah, I think Starfire is possessed. That's, what, that's yeah. what's happening. That's why yeah. she's got that crazy look and she's saying this. And, she, that's what, and it's funny that the joke is that they don't even realize because she's yeah. just so crazy anyway. No, I don't know why they invite her out. Yeah, yeah really. But then Dog Welder's outside. She and pays for the drinks. Yes, it seems like Constantine shows up then. When well, Dog we Welder's. see something fall from the sky before that. And well, like, it's, it's, it's a cigarette butt. <laughs> yeah, it's a cigarette. Is it a cigarette butt? Yeah, yeah, it's just a cigarette butt. Yeah, like when, when Dog Welder's looking up in the sky? Yeah. Yep. yep. It falls because it bounces right next to his feet. It's just a cigarette butt. That is, that is, that is, I, just I, don't I know, know, I know the cigarette butt right. there, but like it's just weird the way it's presented because it looks like something is falling from the sky, like a freaking like a rocket or some shit. Well, I think that that's something Constantine must be in. He threw it out. Like that's a. I don't know why he's in a rocket. Whatever he's in, he's throwing I, the I cigarette guess, butt out yeah. the window. He's like, all right, I, I, I can see what you're yeah. saying. It's yeah, all to be revealed later. What about yeah, uh, yeah. the next page, though? The puke on fucking six-pack's wrist is so it's uh, like detailed. It's, yeah, so, it like, it's like, like what Killer Croc's vomit in Suicide Squad yeah, last it week. It's got he must, have had, he must have had like a dinty more beef stew. It and, does look uh, like he had one of those like microwave beef stews. <laughs> the beef, right, you know, exactly. the, the meat and cheese of the podcast is right here. It's making me hungry. I am now hungry. And he's got snot coming out of his nose. He's got shit all over the oh, place. It's just oh, good. It's so good. Uh, if I you want to talk, uh, you know, and then he's fucking slurring his words as always. <laughs> and then that's when Bueno shows up. And even there, there's a little joke where uh, uh, Bueno uh, Six Pack's yelling about how he wants to be, you know, with the big boys. And look at Booster Gold. That guy's a load of shit. And he gets all that <laughs> big, good shit. And that's when fucking Bueno comes in. And I remember that was like manship when. We Manship first started listening to us, and then the DCU started after Convergence. This was his favorite book, and he loved Bueno right away, and he used to just send me fucking emails. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it started weirding me out. 
<laughs> yeah, he's so good. And even then you see he comes in and he's just let, he doesn't talk. He just says crazy shit. And people, the star, uh, our power girls pissed off at him. Yeah, fucking star, uh, starfire's fucking nuts still. And he's just sitting there laughing, looking at boobs. Catwoman's just, flirting with Bator. Yeah. And there you are. But then, yeah, it looks like shit's happening outside, outside of noon. And you see that the characters leave and even they're like, oh, my God, what's going on? And it's just crazy. Everything is hilarious. And you get more of uh, Dogwilder where you have Constantine show up and he's going to be being very coy about it. I don't know why they are. I just think that it's, you know, they're not being that coy. They show exactly. Honestly, you have the first thing is the jet. You see the sleeve of the jacket. And uh, the cigarette, you know it's Constantine right away. And then they got to show the freaking, you know, the, the brand of cigarettes that he smokes. I'm like, why don't you just show him? Yeah, and then Six Pack's having a meeting with everyone. He wants them to be a big team. This is something that the all, you know, the last miniseries was all about too. He is yeah. all about becoming a big team. He wants to be the new. He's got to get the League. Section Eight back together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, when he wants, I, to, when, he wants uh, to compete with the Titans and the Justice League. Yeah, he wants to try. He's not doing that, but he yeah. even knows. That, you know, we, we got a fucked up team. And it, <laughs> at one point, they're all there. And it's Bader, Guts, ex, uh, Bueno, and, and Dogwelder's not there. But it doesn't matter because he finally, and it's something I'd never even thought of. And he's no. like, I'm the only fucking one who talks here. None of you <laughs> other fuckers even say anything. Bader says, I'm Bader. Bueno says, Bueno, excelente. You got Guts who just sits there and quivers all the time. And Dogwelder is just the, the strong, silent type. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. talk at all. I actually think he's going to start talking uh, eventually uh, coming up. I think that's a little foreshadowing yeah, that they'll I think so, too. That's why they mentioned and that really... whole Constantine bit where they talk about how he comes from a long line of dog welders i guess yeah, but it's like some yeah. mystical magical type of shit almost reminds me almost like hawkman and like where he's brought up egypt type of shit like you know prince khufu and all this shit i'm like all right i'm interested to see where this goes come on yep. well we got yeah, going on with dog welder. to you know do something a little i, I want to know what kind of welding mess they had in ancient egypt yes i i just like when he's like you know you could do something entirely different with them dogs <laughs> like yeah. what is he gonna do like and I he has a, if yeah, you've been but, using the yeah. choke I, yeah Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> but then, yeah, the the world, the world appears to be ending all around them. And at one point, I didn't even think they were going to even react. It, it seemed like no. one of those things again <laughs> where they they were talking about, you know, all we need is some big event, some freaking end of the world deal, and they and six pack would just keep talking over all this shit's happening. But they do get up then and I go, hey, Stephen what's King's wrong with the these mist people? Outside. <laughs> yeah, and they go out, and it is the specter, and it looks awesome. Sure. And the specter is pointing at him and wants to say that one of them is, you know, going to come to justice and and whatnot. But I have come for the think... sinner, the fugitive from yeah. divine justice, the one who fled, but now shall flee no more. Thank and you, specter. I mean, if you really want to go for Godzilla size too, as yeah, always. when you want to no. go with the perspective there, it really does look like he's pointing at guts. That's what I and think. Too. I would think it will be guts. We're going to find out a little more guts, but uh, you really would think that it would have been, uh, say, uh, Dog Wilder, but he's not there. But yeah, I think guts is in big trouble. Bueno's just there. Uh-oh. I, I want to know I what the hell Bator that... is. So come on, let's go on with Bator. What the hell is he? I don't know. Who knows what he the hell is anything Bator. is? He's Damn Bator. Right he is. I love, too, where you see that when the Spectre shows up and they have, like, the behind the the behind the behind team looking kind of, and there you really do get to see Bueno's sexy legs. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
so crazy. They are the craziest team. They're disgusting. And I'm telling you, this issue probably could have just been them sitting in Noonan's. Well, most of it is, but they could just be sitting together just saying their catchphrases, and I would have liked it enough because I really love these characters. And it's so funny that it's almost like a whole thing with with Groot, with Bader. You get a lot with Bader. I like Bader, even when yeah. you know Catwoman slaps him in the ass and he giggles and walks and away. They go and smile on his yeah. non face. He's all it's so weird. Yeah, I love it. Like usually, you'll have a book that has like a Chewbacca. You have yeah. Chewbacca, yeah, but he's like, oh man, he's my favorite character. I love him. This book has four Chewbaccas, <laughs> and, and I love them all. I love every one of them, and because. At how over the top crazy six pack is, and six pack definitely does the whole thing that I love with Han and Chewie. Like they'll be like, "I am bitter." Yeah, I know what you're saying, Bader. Like that always happens, and he's always just yelling out plans. And really, they're disgusting. But they, I don't, I can't even say, I can't even grip what I'm gonna say. Like. I like them because they do seem to be genuine, and they do like six pack does want to be a superhero. So, you know, there he is. He's disgusting. He's awful, but he does want to be a hero, and he wants to do it the right way. It's not like he's going to try to cheat it. He wants shit to happen so that they can be heroes, and he seems to believe in all of them. He even believes in Bueno Excelente. Not to equate the two books, because they are wildly different, but it's it's similar in that way to Harley Quinn, where she is... You know, mm-hmm. she wants to do good. She just always she makes just a cannot, huge mess. Yes. She makes, she she tries, makes bad yeah. decisions along yeah. the way. But, yeah, overall, she wants to be a good person now. And, yeah, Six Pack, he wants – and even uh, at the one point, he's yelling, the guy's yelling at him, like, then go and do it. Because all he does is sit around and say shit about what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm do this and that. bar. That's yeah, that bar life, to, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's his, you know, that's their secret base. The fucking now, Noonan am, I the only, am I the only one here that missed Grappler? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, he I, hung himself. He I hung know, him. I missed Grappler, though. Yeah. I love that character so much. That was so actually much. your favorite right away. Yeah, and again, what else did he really say? Uh, he he <laughs> talked stuff. He just had to he add did, Grappler to just, everything. Out of nowhere, he just yelled that. Everybody had a catchphrase. And they, yeah. oh, I love it. I love it. In the art, uh, it's, uh, what's his name? You said his name. Russ and Braun. he's and he yeah Russ Braun. he didn't do the other art from no, before it was John, it was John McCray, McCray. But I don't want to you know I don't want to impugn him his art is no. great and it worked so well for the last one it was a yes. little more like sketchy boy, a lot more Mad Magazine-ish but this yeah. does seem a lot tighter yeah, and better yeah, it I does like it. it's I awesome. like it better as well it is so good like, but I, I'm telling you I love anything. that original six issue mini when it came out too it's yeah. like all right it's getting better and better the characters yeah. are more fleshed out the art's more uh, rocking more. I can no. dig this. I just I worry that this isn't going to sell at all because no, first off, it's not a rebirth title, and it's really gonna it's gonna struggle because of that. People are gonna go and you know it's three ninety nine. They're gonna go and see this, and who is gonna grab it? But uh, it, it's like Us. I said earlier. Yeah, the people who do grab it are gonna be passionately like excited about it and whatever. But yeah, I didn't even see how many people reviewed it. Do you know offhand, Reggie? I don't know. I didn't check. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look, but, uh, yeah, Reggie, we're done now. That is the spotlight, right? And, uh, tell us what, tell everybody what we're gonna be talking about in the main podcast. The in the main podcast. Fish. How do, how do I sound to you guys? Do I sound crazy? You guys you sound, sound crazy great. right now. You sound All right, just then. lovely. 
Then we're just going to run with it. We're going to yes. review Action Comics number 962. We're going to review Batgirl number two, Blue Beetle Rebirth number one, Deathstroke number one, Detective Comics number 939, Flash number five, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number three, Harley's Little Black Book number four. Uh, we already did that one. Uh, Teen Titans number 23. And there are more. Hold on, yeah. folks. There you go. <laughs> There's Wonder the Woman. Did you say that? Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman is on there. there. Is. The, do, do I'm having that? I'm having obviously uh, serious Wi-Fi problems over well, here. Well, Wi-Fi really... problems. And and you know what? How about this? We're going to talk Titan, about every Titans goddamn book. What's that? And Wonder Woman number five. Titans yes. number two and Titans Wonder Woman number, number five. Yep, that's what we're going to be talking about. The main podcast, which we try to talk about every book, but I refuse to talk about that wacky raceland. Hey but guys, yeah, actually, I, before we go, we never set our score. I was about to tell the, you. I was like, what, what's going on? Uh, what, what did you give it, Reggie? I see it right now because I'm looking. I give it a nine point five out yes, of ten. You did. I would give it a nine. I would give it an eight. All right. I, uh, I'm looking, Reggie, you are by far the highest with that 9.5. It goes all the way down to a 2. Oh. And this is another, and seven, only seven reviews. That'll be down to three people, you and two other people by, uh, next yeah. issue. Well, you know, I'm no, riding this one to the very end, so I don't yeah, give a shit. Yeah, we will be. But yeah, there's a 4.5 that people are, you know, it, it's a wide range. And this is what happened before, where some people, it's not their cup of tea. Uh, when they, they read it, if they're not into this gross, Gross out humor and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure people are going to go nuts. Uh, there'll be so, certain people that hold discussion about AIDS that they'll be like, you know, going hilarious. nuts about that. I thought it was hilarious. I was giggling. I was it was hilarious, though. I mean, it also, wasn't, wasn't my I didn't even mention at one point, they even mentioned uh, they're talking about different, uh, like, events and, like, uh, secret wars and conversions mm-hmm. they call retardants. And, That's what and I called like it, too. That. Yeah, really. I just called it crap Ola. But yeah, uh, I really liked it. But that is the spotlight. And yeah, come and listen to the regular podcast. I don't know. I am already, I'm exhausted. I've got to go and edit this and then go to bed so I can get up for work tomorrow. Good times. I don't want to do that. But yeah, Eric, what do we say at the end of the spotlight? Why, Jimmy, we say, turn that spotlight off. Turn that spotlight off. Oh, Eric!